the Uso Penitentiary. Let's get it Bit of the bubble. The Monday night Messiah. For the love of God, stay away from the different dogs. Move to the music, play music, move it to the music. And gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of them, them, their Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He is a scientist and an architect. It's him. It is him. It's DPP. It's good to be back, brothers. How are you guys? Yeah, welcome back, doing? Jack. It was, uh, it was a good week Shut off. Up. I appreciate uh, Mags filling in for me. As always, he is phenomenal. But not as phenomenal as the phenomenal AJ Belaz. I was about to say, the third man is uh, a lot less British uh, this week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to and do not an accent. Drink, and not drinking as much whiskey. There you go. Well, yeah, well, we got the crew back here. Everything some. is going well. We are heading towards summer. We are in the... I don't know, second half of spring, I would say now. I'm getting into the middle of May, or towards the middle of May. I know we had AEW Blood and Guts. We're looking forward to WrestleMania Backlash. But in between all of that, it looks like we have a few free agents. We're going to get to the biggest name of one. And, uh, well, let's run down the list and let everybody know what's happening this week on episode 273 of the DWI Podcast. Well, well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. The she. Yes, yeah, so I'm glad to have you back, TP. Anyway, show <laughs> sheet. Yeah, brother. Daniel Bryan's contract has expired. We're gonna get into that and maybe talk about a couple <laughs> other key free agents or movers and shakers in the non-WWE wrestling world. After that, we're looking at a, a retro SmackDown, and it looks like it wasn't necessarily WWE's idea. We're going to play some funky fresh trivia. And a last call, talking about some money and some Pauls. DPP, ring the bell. Yeah, that kind of just worked out for me at the end there. I didn't even That, that just rolled perfect. Yeah. What you going to do? What you going to do? Hmm. Sip a beer for the working man. I got, a old, I got a Miller Lite today, DP. How about that? A little old school what? Miller Lite. What do you think about What's that? What's that all about? Uh, and then and then look at what look at what uh what AJ has. He's got <laughs> Uncle Steve's broken skull IPA. So what's going yeah. on in this world? <laughs> there we go. There we go. What I you, DP I, you might not be drinking yet, but what are you gonna be drinking later on today? I know it's Friday. It is Friday. Oh, yeah. he's got he's I've got one. Got a cocktail. Like a, this is oh, this special. is interesting. This is what a is amaretto sour and orange juice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. very sure. different. Kill kill a little of the amaretto sweet with the sour and the orange juice with the acidity. Yeah. Yep. There yep. you go. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, cause cause Aaron's friends came over for uh, Cinco de Mayo for a little bit. I'm like, all right, screw it. I'll play bartender. I couldn't find orange juice in her fridge, so I'm like, all right, I got some orange soda Fanta. I got the tequila. I'm going to put a little bit of grenadine. It, it looked nice. It actually looked nice, and I didn't have any complaints. So Nice. Well, there you go. I, I still got my Cinco to drink on. <laughs> all right. Well, good for you guys. Yeah, I was like, ooh, you got May the 4th be with you. Then you had Cinco de Mayo, and then May 6th was like, what a letdown. Revenge of the 6th. Oh, I think Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah, it's Revenge of the Fifth. But there is a there is a Star Wars month. Somebody talked about brought that up on one of our shows. I think well, Babyface Heel podcast. I think I was checking some of them out, and Greg brought up the fact that there is a whole the whole month is dedicated to Star Wars. You could find every day is something Star Wars now this month for some reason. And <laughs> even Patrick, Mister Bandwagon Nerds, is like, no, nah, I'm good. That's just one day is fine. 
<laughs> yeah, DP looks like he That's agrees, enough. and he's got the R2D2 cooler behind him there. So I do. That's more than enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you got extra. What did you get? The Porsche 911. I, I got the Porsche 911 for the old birthday last last week. Yep. Nice. Oh. Yep. I got to put that together one of these days here. So, the, Batman, so like, the Batmobile and the Porsche 911. The yeah, the Batman, the Tumbler, uh, Batmobile, the Batwing, and the Porsche. So uh, I want to get. There's two things I want to get. Sorry, AJ. It's uh, the, the Nintendo system. Yeah. Lego Nintendo. That one I want to get, and I want to get uh, the the Ghostbusters um, mobile. The Ecto one, the big one. I got the small one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what else looks good? Bond's car. The um, Oh, I forget got what that. car it is. The Aston so, Martin. It's I all... got that upstairs. Yeah, the Aston, yep. Oh, you do? I do. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's got like an ejector seat and everything. It's pretty cool. See, I've been collecting the landscapes, like the architecture ones. And I got San Francisco, New York, London, Dubai. I got to get Paris, which I can find all the time at the stores. I have Tokyo. I got to put it together. It's in the box. But you can't find Shanghai and Las Vegas anywhere anymore. So really? Mike Mann was saying I got to go on a different uh, site or something and maybe trade or yeah, you got to like find that on yeah. eBay or something. And and just to like peel back the curtain a little bit, like we said last week, it was DP's birthday last week. And I also know, other than the nine uh, eleven over there, you also got some more uh, gold behind you as you showed us uh, after DWI two weeks ago. I do. I splurged. It was something I always wanted was the was a replica WWE title belt, specifically the Intercontinental title. Uh, so we, you know, WrestleMania was going on, and they had this like whatever it was. I think it was thirty percent off the belts, and the Dillonator was like, "Why don't you buy one?" And she's like, "I'll buy you one. Like if you want to buy one, I'll buy one." I'm like, oh, "Sweet." I'm like, "I would love to have the NXT title as well." So we both went on there. She found an extra $25 off coupon. So I got an extra 25 bucks off each of them. And I got myself some actual replica title belts now. Well, people, I can tell you the podcast you're listening to is already posted. And by now, DP has already, by my suggestion, put up a picture of himself with his two brand new championship belts. You can find that at It's Me DPP right there on his Twitter. <laughs> Beautiful. He'll be wearing a Green Bay Packers hoodie. Most likely. <laughs> Green Bay Packers hoodie. I might put on the uh, El Queso Cabeza Lucha mask oh, as well. You. So there you go. There you go. Oh, Ooh. I like it. All right. Uh, well, brought up the Packers. If you go back, you can listen to Chairshot Radio Friday morning. You can listen to Chairshot Radio every morning. Brand new show right there on the Chairshot Radio Network. If you want to support that, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Pick yourself up a Chairshot t-shirt. Make yourself look more aesthetically pleasing. Makes a great gift as well. Mother's Day. I guarantee it. Mother's Day weekend. Guarantee what it. better way to say yeah. I love you than a chair shot t-shirt? What better way to be a better mother, father, son, or daughter <laughs> than to get your mother a chair shot t-shirt? That's right. Get it in soft style. Spend the extra five bucks, you cheap prick. Hey, come on. It's for your mother. That's right. So speaking of the Green Bay Packers, now word has come out. I, I, if you go back and listen to Friday morning's Chair Shot Radio, I go I go over kind of my Packers fandom a little bit and then my, my overall thoughts on the situation, right? And I wanted to get DP's thoughts because he's basically the same history with the Packers that I do, been watching them, probably hasn't missed many a game since Brett Favre took over as a starter, probably wasn't real interested before that considering how old we were at the time. Um. And then I want to get AJ's thoughts after that. But now it comes out that if you talk to guys that like that talk to Aaron, I'm trying to think of who they said this was. Um, one of his former teammates had talked to him and said that it's 70 to 75% chance that he could still come back. So like, this is all hearsay. And that was kind of part of my point Friday morning is we don't really know. So DP, what are your thoughts on all of this being the same, you know, nearly four decade Packer fan and an owner as well, if you will. Of the Green Bay Packers. Technically, both of our families, both of our families are owners. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so I don't know. I don't even know what the right word is for it. It's fucking horrible to be a Packers fan, I guess, and have to deal with this shit because you got, you know, the current MVP, three-time MVP, Super Bowl winning, one of the top quarterbacks of all time, 
you know, running your team and you don't want him to fucking go. You know, it was essentially the same thing when Brett Favre was on his way out too, in a sense where I didn't want him to go. You know, we lucked out that Aaron Rodgers was that fucking good. You know, you don't know what you're getting the next the next turn. And the fact that that you didn't give him help. I mean, it's it's the Packers' fault as far as I'm concerned. It's you had every opportunity to talk to him and say, "What do we need to get you a championship? Keep you here? You know, why would you not make the, you know, potentially the greatest quarterback of all time? I'll just say, it, but maybe not necessarily, but one of. Why would you not do whatever you can to keep him here? You drafted, you you traded up to draft a quarterback. Like, do you really think Jordan? Like, odds are. It's probably a five percent chance that Jordan Love's going to be fucking phenomenal, right? That's about the chances you got with a good with a quarterback. You don't know. Less than that. Why would you do that instead of drafting him help and getting him what he needs, the tools to take your team to a championship? Why would you draft a quarterback? And that's I think where it all obviously where it all started. You know, you need to get him what he needs. You need to make him happy. And if he's not happy, obviously he's not then you need to fucking just rectify that situation. I mean, you're just you're you're pissing away the team if you're going to get rid of him. And that that's that's my opinion, man. You know, I just <laughs> I just think it's I think it's fucking horrible and the fact that we have to deal with this absolutely sucks and the fact that they're going to they're willing to let I mean, obviously they don't want him to go, but he's not fucking happy. Make him fucking happy. And you should have been doing this when you drafted Jordan Love. Instead of drafting Jordan Love, say, hey, we need what do we need to get you? We need to get you a wideout? All right, we're going to find find a wideout, especially in that class when they had a ton of good wideouts that year. Yeah, I mean, like you said before, Jordan Love is not going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, when he got drafted in 2005, no one knew what he was going to do because Favre was still the quarterback. Favre still, well, Played like Favre. He still put up the numbers, both in touchdowns and interceptions, but that's nor here or there. But Favre could still go. And you're pissing off, basically, like you said, Dan, one of the greatest quarterbacks of this generation. Even I'm saying that, and yeah, I know, I got my Buccaneers. Yeah, the band's back together. We got Tom Brady. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not parading that. But... Aaron Rodgers, you want to make sure, has the help. I know David Bakhtiari is either not on the Packers anymore or he's in free agency. Oh, yeah. I don't remember off the top of the head, my head. you lost your center. You lost your, your – Bak- get an O-line. Bakhtiari's on, the, Bakhtiari's on the Packers. He's not – he's signed. He signed? All right. Well, I, I, I remember there was talks that he might test We lost Lindsley. No, we lost Corey Lindsley. Yeah. yeah. So you lost a member of your line. I'm not saying that the wide receivers are bad, but when you have, I can't even say Randall Cobb. I completely forgot Devontae Adams. Randall Cobb is now a uh, cowboy. He has been for the last year. Randall Cobb is so overrated. Packers fans fans like him, but he is so overrated. He is not that good. Not in my opinion. You had Randall Cobb. He left last year. You still have Devontae Adams. He's good. but Two Two or three years ago. But he's still aging. You got Marquez Valdez-Scanling, where good luck trying to get him any type of jersey sales. I'm just saying that right there. But he's good, but when you had people like Justin Jefferson, Ragler, a bunch of other people in the draft last year who have put up numbers on the teams that they've been on, you kind of need to give him a little more help. Getting another corner is not help. Yeah, Kevin King got burnt a lot of times. It doesn't matter. Kevin King can improve. You don't need a new corner. You need some wideouts to make sure that Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball, can do everything that he can, because we've seen he's an escape artist. He can chuck that ball as far as he fucking can, and it doesn't matter. He is currently the Packers, just like Russell Wilson is currently the Seahawks. You got Aaron Rodgers doing everything he can to make sure the Packers have a 13 and 3 season again. And yeah, I know they're in the same conference as me, but hopefully make the Super Bowl. I like Aaron Rodgers. I actually do. I was a little miffed that he replaced Brett Favre when I was a kid, but 
I've gotten over it by now. So please, for the love of God, make sure that Aaron Rodgers gets the help that he needs or you're fucked for the next, like, six, seven years. I feel like it's too late. I I agree with some of what both of you said, and I disagree with what some of both of you said, but I'll just finish it by saying this. Aaron, you're a Green Bay Packer. Green Bay Packers, give him a big guaranteed contract. There we go. Done and done. All right, let's have the 273rd edition of the DWI podcast. DPP, ring the bell. Daniel Bryan, free agent. Here we thought his contract was going to be up in September. From what I'm hearing now is that, and and it's all, you know, you could hear it by going through your select number of dirt sheets and read what, you know, is out there to be read, that he's not going anywhere. Taking a little time off. But if he were to go somewhere, where would you gentlemen like to see Daniel Bryan go? And what are your thoughts on the situation? AJ Belaz. Uh, my thoughts on the situation, uh, he can easily play this up as I'm just taking a break. Or he can tease like, oh, I'm going to come to this promotion. Or I might make a stint here, as most wrestlers do nowadays. If he's not going back to the WWE, which I'm... 70% sure he's going to return. If he were to go to another promotion, I would probably say do like a small stint in New Japan. Him against Minoru Suzuki would be a great freaking technical matchup. Him against Okada would be good. Hell, you can even make a one-off appearance at Slammiversary for all I care, and that would generate more buzz than Kenny Omega. I'm sorry, I'm still very miffed about that entire scenario, but that's for a different day. Daniel Bryan has a lot of leeway. Daniel Bryan's name is huge. So any promotion that still has the American Dragon just show up for even one day will get generate a lot of buzz. So I would like to see New Japan, maybe Impact. That just might be the Belaz in me doing that. But I'm about 70% sure he stays in WWE. DP? Uh, I don't want to see him go anywhere. I'm not even going to speculate it. He's coming back to WWE. He's going to take a little bit of time off. Where I want to see him go is why not go to NXT? Have him come into NXT and battle Karrion Cross after a couple months with the title. Kyle O'Reilly and Daniel Bryan could have just an awesome, awesome feud for a while if they wanted to. I think they got a lot of opportunities there. He can be a Finn Balor-esque you know, character on NXT, help some other guys get over while still winning matches and make these, some of these guys look good and, you know, you're even better than they are. That's, that's where I'd like, I'd love to see them there. It just, it's hard. You know, I think with the way they did the storyline, SmackDown is kind of out. So it'd probably be raw if he went somewhere, but I think he'd be more beneficial in NXT in my opinion and just take the place of Finn Balor. Finn Balor moves his way to Raw or SmackDown, and they replace him with Daniel Bryan, and he's the next guy, you know, veteran down there that can have these matches with these guys and get them over, hold on to the title for a while, even if they want him to, and just make these guys look like superstars before they move up. Well, on April 24th, tweeted that. Hey, look at that. After Daniel Bryan loses to Roman, he should take some time off and go to NXT. If he doesn't, I think a lot of people would love to see him in a quick storyline in ROH with Jonathan Grisham in that pure ROH pure title. It was unified with Daniel Bryan's world championship when he beat Nigel McGuinness in Liverpool back in, shit, I don't even know when that was. 2005, 2006, somewhere around there. There you go. So he could come back and be like, hey, man, I that's I never lost that. I would be the one to bring that back, not you. Right? So they could have a cool storyline like that. New Japan would awesome, be awesome. Um, I, I'd even wouldn't mind seeing him go to, you know, do, do the tour, do something in NWA, do something with Impact, do something with MLW, maybe go to AAA, um, 
But the place I just don't want them to go is AEW because they just fuck everything up over there with whoever they've brought in so far. I think even they could misuse Daniel Bryan. Uh, but if they were to grant, if he were to go there, and I highly would highly doubt it. I mean, this is all just this is just fun for us to talk about because otherwise, one of these weeks we're going to come on and be like, we were surprised that he didn't go back to WWE. But when he goes back to WWE, we're not going to be surprised. I'd like to see him against like an Adam Hangman page. Boost some mm, guys yeah. over there that haven't necessarily touched WWE at all. Um, I know people have brought up like Darby Allen. Um, obviously, Kenny Omega would be a guy he could probably work with as well at the top there. DP, you look like you want to jump in. NXT and MLW are forming a partnership, right? That I is rumored about that. It is speculated that WWE is interested in MLW. If they were to do something with that and formally do a partnership where they either exchange talent or whatever with the superstars, why not have Daniel Bryan be the guy on MLW or something and brings in the invasion or something to NXT or does the whole crossover bit and is the guy that runs the show or something, you know? See, I think that'd be really cool if they did like MLW fed into Raw and NXT fed into SmackDown or something. You know, they could do some more different brand stuff, or they could just maybe. It's see, this is why you people. This is why that. This is why Raw and SmackDown are main roster, and NXT is like the minor leagues because that's how it works. And you're surprised when people go back to the minor leagues or want to stay there, right? I know it's another brand, but at the same time, you don't hear anybody talk about people getting called up from Raw or SmackDown. No, they get called up to Raw or SmackDown, okay? <sighs> Somebody say something. 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 It's like the Admirals and the Nashville Predators, you know? There you go. Move your it's way back hang. and forth. You know, hey, when you're injured or whatever and you're making your way to come back, you go into... Triple A, don't you? You don't go right back into the majors. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, <clears throat> MLW, they also got the deal with Vice TV, I believe. Yes, they, they Vice, did do a deal with Vice on May Vice 1st. Vice they sounds had, like they're all going all in on wrestling. Yeah, on May 1st, they awesome. had episodes. Right now, they're just showing stuff from 2020. Old shows that they had on Fusion. If you don't know, that's MLW show. So they're they're going to try to backlog and catch everything up and we might see live mlw on vice in the near future but for right now they're doing old cataloging of 2020 just to kind of give you a taste of mlw just kind of whet your appetite a little man can you imagine like you get raw on monday you get nxt on tuesday you get dynamite on wednesday you get impact on thursday it's SmackDown on Friday. I think MLW's what they're on Saturdays, right? Uh, I don't remember when actual Fusion is, but Saturdays is uh, the Vice like, stuff that they have. Right. So you get MLW on Saturday. When does NWA come on? NWA is still on Tuesday. It's on the Fight Network. Uh, if they switch to Sunday, man, the circle of life would be complete. You got Ring of Honor. <laughs> you got Ring of Honor Sundays. Yeah, you still got Ring of Honor and whatever webs or uh, television station. Saturday and Sunday. True. Yeah, well, yeah we're lucky that Jeez way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. A, a lot of people are that have networks or, or or that are putting product out there on television realize that people are watching wrestling right now and talking about it. That's the that's the bigger thing too. Like the social media part of it is really big. So you can really attract attention to whatever you're doing as far as a network goes in addition to, you know, boosting yourself with wrestling product. Yeah, AJ. So, uh, where to watch? Cause I just looked it up. MLW Saturday at noon Eastern on vice for the 2020 backlogs and Wednesday, 7 PM on YouTube. So right before good old, uh, dynamite shows up, you can watch a little bit of fusion, current day on youtube at seven eastern i you know folks i heard aw blood and guts and i was gonna watch it on thursday and i didn't and then i was gonna get up early this morning and watch it and i didn't so did either of you watch it <laughs> you 
That's a negatory Ghost Rider. I'd say we talked about it, but we didn't. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, GWI Podcast, the triumphant trifecta of triangular podcasting. We got AJ Balads. He's funky. He's phenomenal. He's fresh. We got DPP looking refreshed after a nice little vacay. Mm-hmm. And the commissioner is here. He's here for you. Uh, how was, uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to a winner as you yet. And, and if, and if folks, if you haven't either DP, what, what was, uh, happening on a winner as you this past week? Oh, it was a, it was a nice little episode. We, we talked about what we're playing, um, which was a lot of, uh, animal crossing talk as it continues to be a thing. Uh, we actually talked uh, somewhat retro. Uh, we talked some golf, PC. Um, Drew has uh, rekindled his love for golf and picked up on PS Now. They have the Golf Club 2019 for free. So we were we were talking about that, and it, it rekindled his uh, his old um, feelings for Tiger Woods about 2006, 2007 when he was in college. On the Wii? Uh, he played it for the Xbox, not the Wii. Oh. Uh, but I told him about <laughs> our, our experiences on the Wii. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, I was national. I would. I would be. I would. I was like nationally ranked every month for Tiger Woods on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was on all the leaderboards. I won a couple tournaments, but and then we played Wii Golf on the Wii all the time too. It was. Oh like my God! Yeah. People would so DP and I roomed together for a couple years. Couple years in our early 20s and uh it was always friday it was like don't call just come over after six o'clock because by that time we had both been home from work and each got to take a shower and have one beer and eat dinner and sit down for five minutes and after that it was like come on over we had a pool table in our kitchen as the kitchen table (laughs) okay and then we'd have the Wii hooked up and then the, the fridge was full of booze and beers and then we drink, and I can't even imagine, like, being alive now for four decades, basically, can't even imagine going back to my 20s, early, our early 20s, where we would drink for three and a half hours and then go to the bar and <laughs> stay till bar closed for another five. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I feel so old. I'm, I miss I doing so that old. with my gym friends. <laughs> but anyway, yes, there's always big Wii uh, golf tournaments as well. It's a good time. I can tell you, yeah, I've been bowling. playing... I've been playing PGA Tour uh, 2K, the latest edition out right now. I know next year that they've signed Tiger Woods, and we're getting Augusta mm-hmm. next year. Nice. So I think it sounds like you're going to get it, right, DP? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nate, Nate and I already have this year's, but we're going to get next year's. We need to we need to start a, a PS. You're going to get it for PlayStation. If we do a if we do a golfing setup like a tournament or a get together, I will get it for PlayStation. Okay, because we could start a league together, yeah. like where you just go on and you play, and yep. that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll be able to uh, hook Drew into that too. He's 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 all in. So well, I, I I know another thing that came out that we uh, talked about episodes ago. Uh, Retromania finally got kicked off. It did. It finally showed up. Finally got released. Because oh. I I think that also. You know, retro mania, retro wrestling. I think that kind of leads to another topic of ours, doesn't it, Tony? It does. But before we get to that, I want to talk about one more thing on Chair Shot Radio Network, the Total Package series, which has got a slamming new logo. Really love the logo. Not sure who came up with it, but it's a five-part series. And what they're doing is they're ranking the superstars on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And they're using the 10 different metrics, right? Like one could be mic skills, one could be in-ring, one could be... And I'm not sure what they are. I'm sorry. I, I've listened to bits and pieces of the show, but I missed the beginning where they talked about the scale. But go back and listen to it. Outsider Carl, 
and Mr. Ray Cash do a great job. I think the first two episodes are out. The last one, they just ranked the Raw Superstars. So it's a really interesting concept. Every Wednesday evening, right there on Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on all of your favorite streaming platforms, in addition to thechairshot.com, always use your head. Yes. Throwback SmackDown. Apparently, this is not a WWE idea, but a Fox directive, as they're going to also be doing this with NASCAR. And I would imagine if they're going to be having... I think they still have Major League Baseball coverage. I would imagine they'd try and do it there as well. Uh, you could also do this in football. What are you guys' thoughts, first of all, uh, what you want to see from Throwback SmackDown, and then what other leagues and sports and places would you like to see Throwback editions of, of what they put out on television right now? I think that was a good question I would, that came uh, up. Yeah. Might have to think about that second part. I'd love to... Hold on. Yeah. There you go, Barry. Barry Horowitz, myself. That's the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, doesn't like Sprite because he doesn't like Grant Hill because he doesn't like Duke. Okay, go ahead. There you go. Throwbacks, man. Got this. Got the whole thing tied in. I, you know, this is still, um, you know, in the Thunderdome where they don't have fans. If they wanted to, they could do multiple sets, and they could do all. You know, since it can be taped in a sense, they could do multiple entrance ramps so they could do like a couple different ones from all the years you know the one i think there was two different ones with the big giant fist that you do love aj there and then yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. one with the all those blue circle things or whatever that uh stone cold threw beer cans at kurt angle at uh oh, we could... one of the best i don't know <laughs> if i ever laughed harder at a segment when austin he was like they're full cans and i remember <laughs> it was kurt angle it was Angle talking about it in an interview like years later. He's like, yeah, and like Austin's literally trying to hit me with full cans of beer. Like he could have knocked me out. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, one of the best. One of the best. Um, I would love to see them do that, you know, multiple different entrance ramps if they can, you know, because they could kind of tape some of that if they wanted to. And then other than that, you know, just if they want to do some segments, you know, play some old segments of, you know, I think The Rock and – you know, all his stuff that he's done on SmackDown, uh, they could do stuff like that. Otherwise, you know, you could make it like a what they do with the Retro Raws, you know, and have some of the, you know, just have some guests come back or something like that. But you got to be careful with that with COVID still kind of lingering. So um, I think for me, I just love to see if they could do different entrance ramps and, you know, do the whole bit and play some of the old intro- intros, you know, the old SmackDown songs and stuff and get Marilyn Manson out there. I want to hear beautiful people. Cause that was probably the best. I think he's going through some legal. <laughs> yeah. Trouble. yeah. I, I don't, they I don't think they're going to get Marilyn Manson anytime soon. Just play the I song. I wish they then. would have been fine. able to get the rock to show up. Yeah. They really should have the rock there. Cause that was his show for God's sakes, but yeah, probably not going to happen. I mean, if you're going to do that, you got to do that with a the crowd there for sure. So, yeah, like like I alluded to before we recorded, I I really want to see a giant fist. I I need that giant fist in the air for everyone to come out. Wave it around. You just don't care. Yeah, exactly. You need but, a giant fist in your life. I get it. Yeah, no, that's all anyone ever really needs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It would be nice to see some guest appearances or. Even, you know, some guest stars from old SmackDown. Like, you can have Triple H come back. I know before on SmackDown, we had the Evolution reunion. Let's just have a reunion of, like, the first, like, championship match. Or just, like, make fun of The Rock doing, like, that impressive people's elbow with the slide that he did. Not even taking a step. (laughs) Like, you can show clips. You can show other people going in and whatnot. That would be great. Um, but for the second question, Tony, because you asked what other sports would you like to see do a throwback day or a throwback week? I know some teams in baseball kind of use their throwback jerseys for a day. I would love to see. 
almost all the teams in baseball at some point do that. They got 162 opportunities. So they, yeah. they actually, there's some crazy stories related to throwback um, uniforms, considering they got to get the sizes for the other teams too, because generally they'll do it for both. Otherwise it looks kind of stupid. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're not, good. Not I, sorry, I, I, I don't know if anyone, polite. if anyone knew anything about baseball, 110%, it would be PC Tony. But, uh, that's impossible. It's only 100%, but go ahead. No one can give more than 100%. It's game of numbers, kid. It's game of numbers, kid. Science. Regardless. Billy Ball. <laughs> I actually have a baseball signed by Billy Bean. Moneyball it's science. Ball. I just watched uh, Moneyball two days ago or whatever. It was on TV. I was watching yeah. it. Yeah, it's a good movie. But for a throwback, I know it's something that we don't really talk about that much, but a, a nice little throwback for like a hockey week. You know, yes, you get, that's like, what I was gonna old, say. Some old jerseys going on. No helmets. Have, no helmets or like freaking nice. like the really soft ones. Nice. That's As awesome. Tony shows us his uh Billy B. His Billy balls. You put a plastic baggie. In a plastic baggie to make sure it stays nice and preserved. Well, you try to keep the air off of the leather. <laughs> the other baseball. But I you know, know a little. I know a little bit about taking care of baseball. Only a little. You, you only know how to take care of some balls. I know a lot about it. <laughs> but no, hockey would be nice. You know, have some throwback jerseys. You know, randomly you're going to ra- uh, see the New Jersey Devils for one night only be the freaking Kansas City Scouts or whatever. Or something like that. You know, have some old cool. jerseys come on. Because to, to give a little bit of a background of what's going on, because for whatever ungodly reason, I still somewhat follow nascar their oldest track that they still have to date they make this a throwback week where they throw back to past drivers or past paint schemes that they have in racing so they just had the trucks thursday friday they're gonna have the like the minor leagues and then saturday night they're gonna have the uh actual drivers racing yeah, I, some know, I know what they I know what they used to be called. Now they're all different things, you know? It used, it to, be used like to be the, the Bush and the Winston. Now it's like yeah. the fucking... It's just the cup in the... Then we had Nextel Xfinity. and you had Xfinity and all the rest of the yeah. yeah. It's it's still the Bush and the Winston Cup for me. God damn it. Uh, there you go. Get them, out, get them out to the Milwaukee Mile. We haven't had a race there. You know, they used to race there. Maybe yeah. we can get... I want the old mellow yellow car to come out and cold trickle to be racing. <laughs> there you no, go. That shit. I but I was at a I was at a truck race at the Milwaukee Mile. I know they couldn't do NASCAR there because they didn't have enough indoor garages. Yeah. But they did do. They always had uh, still had the F1 and um, the IndyCar. Always they always raced there. So. Yep. Anyway, yeah, there you go. That's SmackDown. Throwback. Go back SmackDown in time. SmackDown. Better be a giant fucking fist. <laughs> Yeah, I hope I hope they have that. I, I mean, I don't. Th- I think you're not going to see. I think you're going to see clips. I think you're going to see. Um... Nah, 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 nah. If you want, if you want that rating spike, you need a giant fist and for SmackDown. No, no, no. You're going to have a retro stage, right? If you're lucky, you might get a couple, like DP said, but I doubt that. You're going to have retro graphics, and you're going to have some retro clips. That's about it. I don't think you're going to see a whole heck of a lot of guests. Maybe you get Lawler on commentary. That would be smart if it was up to me. Um, but I don't know if you could have Lawler with McAfee and Cole, that'd be kind of cool. I was about to say, or Cole and JBL for a night again. I know they used to be the SmackDown team for a little bit. We'll see. Maybe they'll rotate some guys in there like that, but I, I don't, like you said, I, I think it'll be rather disappointing if you're looking forward to too much, uh, of, of anything special happening. So, all right. I think it's time, time for us to test our brain cells. Once again, and time for DP and myself to get a drink. That's right, AJ Belaz. Take over the show. You see, this is the exact reason as to why I actually bring, like, extra beers and whatnot or extra drinks or, you know, since I'm at my girlfriend's house, I'll ask her if she's when she gets home to get me uh, a little bit of alcohol or whatever. I'm not being rude when I'm saying it. 
I heard everything you just said. I could have responded to anything you wanted. I just like I know. To take a little walk once in a while, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've taken criticism from people for you get up too much and you go get a beer. Well, you know what? If I'm running the show, I know when to get up and go get a beer. And if I'm not running the show, it's not my responsibility. So I'm going to get up and I'm going to go get a beer. See, that was not I'm directed me, towards I, you. I, I, I that wasn't directed towards me. <coughs> Pot is war. Go check it out on Thursdays on the chairshot.com. <laughs> but. You okay? Oh, man. Um, I, I have my uh, first COVID shot See. Uh, seen scheduled soon. Podcasts so. are meant uh, to be I'm fun, not my... strict. Which means I'm going to get up and pee when I got to pee and drink when I want to drink. <laughs> But as always, because the guys have to get a beer, it's time for trivia. That's always the case, no matter what the, I mean, no matter what the case may be, whether it's Tunny getting Miller Lite or Dan getting another mixed cocktail there, or as uh, the current SmackDown commentator likes to call them, cocktails. Shout out Smackdown. to Pat McAfee. Nice. Yeah, SmackDown. SmackDown. On the Pat McAfee show, which is actually Ooh. because we're recording on Friday. Uh, we, I'm pretty sure his show's actually going on right now. Anyway, that's besides the point. We're on DWI right now, and it's some phenomenal funky facts. As always, I got three questions. Uh, I'll be nice so Tony doesn't shout total BS and on the get-go. Do it anyway. Total BS! Uh, never fucking mind. Uh, Dan, door number one, door number two, or door number three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know me, I always like a good deuce. If it makes you feel any better, Tony actually said that last week when you were Did you? Aw, Tony. You both go to hell. (laughs) Uh, If hell was an orchestra, I'd already be first chair. Anyway, when was the first year New Japan called their January 4th show Wrestle Kingdom? I'll be nice and say the closest so we actually get a goddamn point. (laughs) <laughs> so the first year that they called it Wrestle Kingdom, because they've had January 4th shows for a while. They just never had a specific name to keep it until this oh. year. Well, the year that the answer is. Yikes. If PC knows it. <laughs> if PC knows it, I'll be impressed. This is kind of like the... TNA question that I had last time with Slammer was the first anniversary. First anniversary show was Hope 3, but Slammer was Just throwing a number out there. Uh, 03 and 04 are not the answers, by the way. Shit. Well, hopefully, <laughs> it's this one then. <laughs> Alright, let's see them answers. Dan says 2005. Tony says 2007. Honey, oh, actually on the nose on the oh. mark because we are at Wrestle Kingdom 15 nice. next year, of course. But uh, yes, since 2007, not always two uh, two day shows, but they've been doing the two day shows because of the. COVID outbreak, but yes, Tony gets the point actually on the dot on the money. Money, Tony. So for that, door number one or door number three, Tony? I'll take door number... Oh, hey, guess what? Also, right now, as of this moment, as of we record, so basically like 24 hours ago, you can go back and listen to a brand new episode of The Outsider's Edge right there on Chairshot Radio Network. Door number one, please. Get on with it already. What are you waiting for? Well, it may be one for you in the cent- in uh, Central Time, but it's two for me in Eastern. But eh, it's regardless of the fact. Total BS. It's not total BS. It's how time works. That's how time zones work. Uh, youth is wasted on the young. Greenwich bitch time and get well, out of here. Well, if it makes Dan feel any better, you can get a max of three points here that for this next question. Doesn't make me feel better. Who were? the first three wrestlers to win the triple crown in WWE. The triple crown. Don't tag the IC and the in the world. In the world. Okay, the first three. The first three. All right. Which is hilarious because the fourth person won the triple crown was also the first Grand Slam. 
to give you a little hint hints. Maybe help you a little bit on the who the other three are. I'll be generous right since either. there's nope. three, three questions. I'll be generous and give another 30 seconds. And no, one of the answers is not who oh. wanted to kick the field. Oh, no. I don't think I got all three right, but I don't want to give it more time. <laughs> all right, fine. Wow. I don't all got right, all three man. right either. I only got two the, at the, least, the maybe. Throw it on Tunny there. All right, answers then. Savage, Hart, and Triple H from Tunny. Brett. HBK and Angle from Dan. Dan, you should have listened to the hint that I gave. The fourth one for the Triple Crown was the first Grand Slam, which was HBK. Oh, fuck The three <laughs> that I'll give you a point each because Bret Hart was one. He was the second one. The first one being Pedro Morales. Oh. And the third one, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. <sighs> See, I was going to guess Diesel next, but I would have more time. Really? Savage was never... Savage, Savage was never a tag champion. Savage, Savage, Savage never helped tag never tag champs. Right. I thought they were tag champs. I thought of Savage, too, and I was like, nope, he never won I a tag title. I knew it wasn't HBK. Pedro Morales, that's a good question. That's Pedro's a good question. Good so I'm still winning 2-1. to one. <laughs> Well, who knows? Dan might tie it up here. <laughs> Tony's lead is brought to you by Miller Lite, a fine Pilsner beer. We are not... Got the tie. No. We've got the beer, Miller beer. I wish we were sponsored by Miller Lite, but we are not. <laughs> we're, we're not even uh, sponsored by uh, good old Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah! He likes to message me once in a while on Twitter. Not a big deal. <laughs> when you tag him. <laughs> well, how else? I, I said hey, and he responded. Like, yeah, if I... If he got wanted to get a hold of me, he would have to tag me too. I don't go sit there and read all of Steve Austin's tweets. Where you think I'm a stalker? God. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyways, on to the last question. Uh, ironically enough, wouldn't would it be a blast if there wasn't another New Japan question? Oh boy. Because there's another New Japan question. Who in New Japan Pro Wrestling has won every singles championship? And now I have to. I have to make a really bold thing here. I am not counting the goddamn World Heavyweight Championship that they just made out. I'm saying the Intercontinental and the sorry, Intercontinental and the World that they had before. So they the met, I, it'd be the they had to have to have won the World, the IC, the US, the Open, and well, those are the only three. There's yeah, only one person I'm not that's done it. Junior. I'm not counting the junior. I'm not counting the junior. So those four. Those, those four. four. United States, Intercon- Yes. Okay. There's only one person that's done it? There's only one person All that's right. done it. All right. As Tony Pencil drops. The pen, asshole. The penis might here. The penis might here, Alex. Gotcha it up however you want, but matters just doesn't work. Will it really mite you my penis, man? Cause I've ordered devices like that before. Wasted a pretty penny, I don't mind telling you. But if the penis mite really works, I'll order a dozen. I'm just gonna throw this out here before we show the answers. Uh, did anyone else see Aaron Rodgers with the name tag that actually said Turd Ferguson? I, I think it was a day or two ago. No. He actually had a name tag nice. when he got interviewed a little bit ago that said Turd Ferguson. <laughs> All right, let's see them answers. Dan says Jericho. Tony says Evil. Neither. Oh. Well, Tony still wins, sadly. Mm. Yeah! Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> but it's... Good old Jay White, and if you want to know how he did it, because he just won the Never, go check out Andrew's review of the New Japan show. If you want to have New Japan coverage, go check out my brother Andrew's New Japan coverage on thechairshot.com. He just won the Never. He held all the belts. It's enough Belaz on Belaz, love. This segment's over. Never again. Never again. I am a winner! Ha ha ha! Yes, Tony, you're the wiener. 
Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What do you mean it's let's go? What do you mean? What, what do I mean? I had, I, I had to pull it last week. <laughs> that is true. He did. So I pulled that in the intro, and then we get to start the show, and I'm like, I need like five other things if I wanted everything. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of... Yeah. Anyway, it's last Good call, enough. folks. It's last call. <laughs> uh, it's the last thing we're going to talk about, indeed, right here on episode 273 of the DWI podcast, right there on Chairshot Radio Network, on thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Lloyd Mayweather will be fighting Logan Paul. And Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, stole Floyd Mayweather's hat. And then he went out and got a tattoo that said, gotcha hat, with a little hat underneath it. I think that's fucking hilariously awesome. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on the ordeal, the hype for the fight? How does Mayweather look? Because to me, this is all a great work. They're, they're putting in the time to make people want to watch this and whatever. Floyd's making more money than he made for most of his career. DP, you're a big boxing guy. You're a son of a gigantic boxing fan and a gigantic boxing fan yourself. What are your thoughts here? I think... If my dad, I think if I got my dad onto the show to talk about this, he would roll his eyes and be like, what the fuck are we doing with boxing? But as far as the entertainment factor goes, I think it's fantastic. I think it's just, it's a great moneymaker. Obviously Mayweather, you know, is Mayweather and you know what he's going to do in the ring. And, uh, you know, the whole spectacle is, is what you'd expect from something like this. You know, you always have the kind of the face to face. They always make the those media things, a big circus. And this was played beautifully to get this, this whole thing out there and get it more mainstream than it already is. Does your dad watch UFC ever? Is he a fan of that? Does he enjoy it at all? Is he just not his thing? I just, I don't think it's his thing. I don't think he's ever watched it really. So, because to me, if, if you're a boxing fan, like, and you, and you think about the history of boxing, like UFC has taken that spot now yeah. yeah right because it's it's like basically undisputed and 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 hailed as you're the best because you're the ufc's champion now while there are other things going on fine and and it harken back to the days of you know the the early 1900s to the mid 1900s all the way through the 60s 70s even into the 80s right and and the 90s was solid as well but then you get into the 2000s and, and the heavyweight division kind of falls apart. And now here we are at this stage and none of the federations work together anymore, right? Yeah, so the that's... new thing has been like Trilla with the fights, with the celebrity thing going on. And you can actually promote and get people to buy these things. That's been the problem with boxing is there's no one to get behind to, to, to put the rocket, strap the rocket to their ass in almost any division. I mean, even i seen that... Uh, Canelo Alvarez would be interested in fighting Gennady Golovkin again in the, for the trilogy fight, right? Like, cares? I don't give a shit. What, yeah. what, what, what belts are they fighting for? Like, I mean, you know, it's you had momentum in the heavyweight division with um, Fury, and uh, he's gonna now he's gonna he signed a two fight deal with um, he beat Deontay Wilder, and now he's gonna fight. Uh, Joshua, right? Uh, yeah. Name. Yep, Joshua. Yep. What's his name? 
Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. So now, but it's been so long. Like, how long ago has it been since Tyson Fury was there? I mean, he was on wrestling, too, and everything was going big for them, right? Now, like, Oscar De La Hoya is making a comeback. Mike Tyson comes back and fights Ray Jones. Mike Tyson's going to fight Lennox Lewis. Evander Holyfield's going to fight some dude. Like, because there's no... What's the problem? It takes me back to a John Cena promo where him and Roman Reigns were doing the thing. And, Roman, you talk about guys like me, right? Guys like me sticking around and stealing your spot. Well, if you do your job, Roman, I still wouldn't be here. And if boxing had people that could actually get over still and promote fights that were in their prime, all these other things wouldn't be here. Yep. That's the big problem. And the fact that, yeah, it's been that way for a long time, like you said. And every once in a while, there's a couple, there's like one good boxer that's promoted, like Klitschko, and like when Lennox Lewis was around, you know, it was like a lot at a time. That's what was falling apart. And the, the federation. division's not working together. You got They're the WBA, WBC, WBO, and they all had their own t- champions, heavyweight titles, well, and no of them would work together to make one champion. And that's what you need. You know, that's hard yeah, to do. I mean, it was. It was the best when it was the WBA, the WBC, and the IBF. And then the yeah, WBA yes. came along. Yep. And I know the IBF was there. I might be wrong on one of the W's. And then now you got, oh, you got, you got ESPN's got their own thing. Then you, got, then you got guys that just fight outside of it because, like, Pacquiao came back for something. And then you got the trailer fights. I mean, Well, and then AJ, you got, like, sorry. Yeah, and then you got, like, Nevada. Like, people can only box in certain states because they get banned or whatever like that, too. And it's like, what you know. You can't make heads or tails of what you get, and you get no. There's nobody to make a star out of. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not the biggest when it comes to boxing. Like you know, I'll I'll hear about a few boxers, like you said. There's, they promote one guy to the moon. Tyson, freaking uh, Muhammad Ali, just to name a couple that everyone knows. Even if you've never watched boxing before, you know who the fuck they are nowadays you don't really have that grandeur you don't really have that well he's the best boxer in the world like you can say mayweather you can say a couple of people like you said pacquiao before and all that but it's like no one will pay attention to it because there isn't that big like grandiose aura around them where you know you had tyson who would literally bite the fucking ear off of people you had Muhammad Ali that did whatever he could to make sure that he fought. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bean, knock you down like Lipton. But, again, like, no one no one really pays attention to boxing. So, with this entire thing of, yeah, it's childish antics. It's something that I've seen in a playground when I was about five years old where it's, hey, I got your I got whatever. Your I got your hat. I yeah, I got your hat. I got Isn't your that out of Austin Powers. Let's just be clear, though. This is not any more childish than any other antics that's going on at any other press conference for any other boxing match. I mean, like, that's entirely true. Tyson bit people on the leg. We've seen guys shove each other. We've seen people, like, think about the UFC shit, Conor McGregor. Like, so he took his hat. Give me a big deal. I mean, give me a break. I bet you it was Mayweather's idea. It might have been. Probably. Knowing how, knowing how boxing goes, it might have been his idea. It's like, yeah generate some buzz like like you know you're the younger guy against me because come on we all know mayweather doesn't he's not looking the best here see here the thing is okay so mayweather i don't know i seen that clip i haven't seen him work out right i'm sure he's gonna be fast as fuck like he he likes to train anyway and he usually doesn't get much out of shape as far as weight wise goes i know he's had problems with his hands but he hasn't fought in forever and he doesn't really need to throw the hardest punches here like this guy is not gonna be fast enough to hit mayweather like now like a real boxing fan, this was done for the real boxing fans, maybe, or the borderline real boxing fans that are like, I know Mayweather is just going to dance around this guy and punch him and not try to knock him out and not care and just be like, boom, I beat you, you suck, whatever. But now you might get those people that might buy into it a little bit to go, oh, well, now he's mad. Now he's mad because his brother stole his hat. He ain't fucking, he's happy as fuck, dude. This is like Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. basically. It's, it's about it's yeah, it's because it's about the money and it's about you know, it's gonna do millions for Paul because you know Mayweather, like everybody's thinking about that, right? Like 
we want to see this guy get his ass knocked the fuck out. And Mayweather's not the guy to knock him the fuck out because Mayweather's the guy, like you said, if you know Mayweather, he dances around the ring, throws some jabs, throws some punches, and stays the fuck away from you. And he wins, he wins fights by decision. This is going to do millions for Paul to go, hey, look, I stood toe-to-toe with Floyd Money Mayweather for 12 rounds, and I, you know, I stood tall even though I lost or whatever because that's what it's yeah, going to do I don't think it's. I think it's eight rounds. Whatever it's going to be. Eight rounds, fine. No, I know. I, I know what you sure. meant. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just trying to clarify. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, so Jake Paul is the one that stole his hat. Jake Paul is, I think, regarded as the better fighter, too. Logan Paul's a little taller, a little skinnier, so maybe more into Mayweather's weight class, but neither of these guys are in his class, boxing-wise, whatsoever. Yeah. No, but it's just I mean, going to make him look that much better. Yeah, it's a show. It's a show, and yeah. they're, they're all going to make a lot of money, and a lot of people are going to watch it, so... Yep. There you go. Uh, if you want your Triller uh, rundowns, make sure you listen to Five Rounds Podcast with Darren Kirkby, a.k.a. Mags. I know they ran down the last one a little bit. The last Triller fight, we're making fun of it, him and his son Carlos. So, And if you're a UFC fan, make sure you're checking out Five Rounds Podcast. One of the great podcasts right there on ChairShot Radio Network. You get ChairShot Radio every morning, and then every day you get two more brand new podcasts on top of that. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Steve. Sip a beer for the working man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gentlemen, we did it again. Let's run it around the horn. AJ, tell everybody where they can find you and the multitude of wrestling events that you'll be covering here in the near future. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me on thechairshot.com doing the impact reviews. I might do Under Siege, who knows. It's a Saturday, so it doesn't really conflict with Andrew, so you might see him come back for one night and one night only, who knows. But I will be doing a lot of the WWE stuff as well, like PC Tony alluded to before, WWE WrestleMania Backlash, which I believe is the... Next weekend. Next weekend? All right. So that would be the 16th. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a super... Maybe we'll do a super show next week. Maybe we'll bring in Mags and Kinney. Since our recording is pretty well placed for our our uh, British brothers, nice. Maybe that would be a great thing. You can also see if I'm doing a video game review or not. And speaking of video game stuff, DP, where can they find you? Well, they can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me DPP. You can follow A Winner Is You, that's our video game podcast, on Twitter and Facebook, at A Winner Is You, the letter U, A Winner Is You. And you can also catch me most times on the Chairshot Radio podcast on Saturday mornings. I'm waking you up every weekend with some Chairshot Radio talk. DP owns your ass from Friday night to about Saturday afternoon. The winner is you, Chair Shot Radio, and DWI. So if you like listening to my voice, you're going to have one hell of a weekend. <laughs> there you go. You can find me at PC Tunny. You can find this show at Podcast DWI. Make sure you're listening to everything like DP said, Chair Shot Radio every single day on Chair Shot Radio Network. Heading over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Visiting TheChairShot.com. Checking out all the coverage, all the podcasts, all the opinions, all the analysis. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. But today, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DDW. Yeah, you've been listening. My earballs. You once again listened. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Should have stayed on vacation. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. No, you can't really butt chug blue cheese. You know, the alliteration's nice, but it don't work. I butt chug salt water all the time.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.